You're listening to Workplace Perspective, an employment law podcast raising the bar at workplaces everywhere. Workplace Perspective is a regular podcast series for employers and employees focusing on education, training, and the law to help organizations of all sizes develop and maintain successful workplace relationships. The opinions expressed by guests on Workplace Perspective are their own and should not be considered legal advice. And now, here's your host, Teresa McQueen. Thank you, James. And welcome, everyone, to Workplace Perspective, where we are striving to raise the bar at workplaces everywhere. Today, we are talking with author, speaker, and LinkedIn expert, Debbie McCormick. Debbie is the author of LinkedIn for Rookies, a terrific how-to guide answering the age-old question, okay, on LinkedIn, now what do I do? On today's episode, Debbie's going to be answering some of the most frequently asked questions that people have when it comes to LinkedIn. We're welcoming her back for her second show. It's going to be great. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Workplace Perspective has a new website. Visit us at www.workplaceperspective.com. Check out our new look, including our featured guests and archive sections. Share us with your friends and colleagues to help us continue to raise the bar at workplaces everywhere. Welcome back to our listeners and welcome back to Workplace Perspective, Debbie McCormick. Teresa, you are one of my favorite people to talk to. Not even just about LinkedIn. You're just like one of my favorite people to talk to. But I love talking to you and your listeners about um, LinkedIn because even though uh, your listeners might be business owners or or employees, it's always it's always important to have a solid professional presence on LinkedIn because you never know when you're going to need it. You know, it's like your Wikipedia page, and you just you never know when you're when you're going to need to impress somebody. So it needs to be there. It needs to be good. I'd be impressed if you had, do you have a Wikipedia page? Um, I, I will when I'm a famous uh, mogul. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll text you when that happens. <laughs> no, as that would be darn impressive. I got to tell you, but no, I couldn't agree more. I love talking with you as well. Thank you. And I couldn't agree more about the LinkedIn um, presence because I know more people who found their jobs through LinkedIn. It's just a great um, showcase for who you are and a great recruiting tool for employers. So it, I think it's super important, like you said, to have a really professional, really good presence on LinkedIn. So I think we're gonna help a lot of people out by talking about these frequently asked questions because I think everybody's got the same ideas about this and can use the clarification. But before we get too far down the road, I want you to just uh, tell our listeners just a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. Okay. My zone of joy regarding LinkedIn is speaking and training. Um, podcasts are like my favorite thing to do, but my favorite, favorite thing to do is live. Live to a group is so much fun. You mentioned, thank you, that I'm an author of the LinkedIn manual for rookies, and that walks you through one to done on how to write a profile. And then um, my company, I have a team of copywriters who are at the ready. If you don't feel like your writing skills um, 
are up to snuff or you're not quite sure how to do your profile correctly because it's its own little animal. It is not a bio or a resume. So, so I have trained these people personally to knock out powerful profiles that showcase the, the person that we're working for. So speaking, training, and uh, writing profiles, that's my, that's my jam. All right. And you're very good at it. I told you, you. I I love the book. Um, When Debbie was on the show before, she shared with us how to create a magnetic LinkedIn profile. So it's go go back and listen to that episode. It's awesome. But she came back today to answer some of the most frequently asked questions when it comes to engaging on LinkedIn. So let's get to it. One of the most frequently asked questions and one I ask myself often how often should I post on LinkedIn and what kinds of posts are the best? Let me give you the scary answer first, and then I'll take the scary away. I love it. The, the best frequency to post is three times a week. Now, that's a little scary for people yeah. at times, right? So start with once a week. Start with once a month. The important thing is to start to take that first step. And um, people always ask too, do, do I post in writing or do I do a video? The best answer I can give you is mix them up. Say that you're doing the optimum three times a week. You can do, if you love to do video, then do two videos and one written post. If you're a little intimidated by video, do one video and two written posts. And the, the thing about posting is that this is a gift to your readers, okay? You are not asking for business. You are not selling anything. You are giving them one gem about your business that most people don't know. So you're just right. If you're writing, you're doing about 300 to 500 words. If you're doing a video, literally under three minutes. You just explain one thing about your business, as I say, that most people don't know. So, for example, one thing that I could explain is what keywords are. And I get asked that question a lot because it's, it's kind of jargon, right? I'll just do a quick two and a half minute video on what keywords are and why they're so important. If you, know, you have hesitation about how to do videos, there is a, there is a link on um, inspired living, inspiredliving.tv. And it's a free how to on what kind of camera to get, what kind of lighting to use, where do you put your lights? And they give it to you as a gift. I would highly advise looking at that to take some of the scary out of it. Well, I think that that's awesome. That up on our, on the episode page, but I want to go back to something you said. So when I first started looking at LinkedIn, um, probably within the, no, I want to, not when I first started. So I want to say that. So probably within the last six years, eight years or so, I found some of the most useful information on LinkedIn. Little things like you're saying, just something that, you know, a short article to read that I could take away and actually put into use. Yes. Now it's kind of gotten away from that in that it's, it's changed a bit, I think, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And maybe, I don't know if it's the analytics or whatever it is, but I've, I've seen less and less of that and more and more promotion. Um, I read something the other day about 
about my industry, right? About lawyers. So every, you know, every year comes out the super lawyer announcements and the best lawyers in America and the top 20. And someone said, it's like the Oscars. All of a sudden there's all this, you know, talk. And it's true. And that's what you say. I'm like, yeah, it's great. But, you know, what else you got? Starting to be more advertising. And I think, you know, even we do it on the show, you know, our page, we're like, check out our episode. You know, we're trying to go back and put more content on our, you know, on our page and through our links and stuff like that. What do you Bless think? You. I have a huge opinion about this. And the show is not an hour and a half. And so I I, <laughs> I have a huge opinion about this. And it, and it comes in two sections. One is that there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And there are lots of people on LinkedIn who are doing it the wrong way. And what I mean by that is that you do not sell on LinkedIn. That is not the purpose of LinkedIn. The purpose of LinkedIn is to establish a relationship with someone. And then you take it offline and talk about what you might be able to add to their business life. Okay. So the right way to do it is to now let me inter interrupt myself and just take you off the hook here. See, when you're advertising your podcast, it's because you've got a speaker on there whom you think can help the folks. Mm -hmm. You are not asking for money. You are not asking them for anything but their time. So you are not in violation of the McCormick rule, oh, thank you. as we call it at my house. It used to be that realtors would get on there and sell their properties. Oh my goodness, I, my hair would stand on end and turn gray simultaneously. That is not what you do. You give the gift of information. You earn the ask is what Gary V calls it. Okay. Give, 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 ask. So you put out these little gems that will help people. And then when the time comes that they need services that you provide, they're going to think of who do I know that does this? Oh. Teresa McQueen has been so generous with her information. I'm going to give her a call first. That's the way that it's called the reciprocal mind. It's actually a thing. And it is the mind, the human wanting to give back when they have received something. That's a real thing. So do not beat yourself up about that. You are actually doing a service. The thing that is driving me crazy now is that... People are putting on personal things. LinkedIn is starting to look like Facebook to me. I noticed that. Yeah. Facebook is great. Don't get me wrong. But that's where the kitten pictures belong. Okay. <laughs> We're on LinkedIn to do business. Only five people on LinkedIn. There's employers. There are job seekers. There are service givers and service needers you know, like you and me, consumers, right. right? And then there are joint venture folks who are looking for people to pair up with, all right? That's all that's on LinkedIn. They don't want to see your kitten pictures. If you're going to put something personal in there, then tie it to your business in some way. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if it's a gem that you've learned, then yes, share it. But why is that relevant to the readers? Right. And I've seen some people do that very well. Uh, I have two. life lesson sort of things. But I've noticed that, too, that sometimes you're like, wow, it's a little personal. Yes. I'm not sure I want I'm not sure I want to know that. You know, I'm See, more interested TMI. in yeah, looking at, you know, who's a thought leader, 
are they putting out useful information or is this someone I can reference to somebody else who say, oh, look, I saw this. I thought you might be interested in it. Those sorts of things. That, okay. that is so good, Teresa. That is good. We got to take a quick break. I want to, can we come back? I want to talk to you just a little bit before we go into a different question about the videos. Yeah. So when we come back, we're going to ask Debbie a little more about the video aspect of LinkedIn. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. Hey, listeners, we hope you're enjoying this episode with Debbie McCormick, author of LinkedIn for Rookies, because as a special gift to our listeners, Debbie is offering for a limited time a specialized LinkedIn profile review for free. Debbie has some amazing tips for improving your LinkedIn profile. So continue enjoying this episode, then check out the show notes for details on this super special offer. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with Debbie McCormick, the author of the book, LinkedIn for Rookies, about some of the most frequently asked questions uh, about engaging on LinkedIn. Before the break, we were talking about the type of post, how often the type of post, and you mentioned videos. And you mentioned a great uh, link to a site that talks about how to create good videos. And we'll make sure we put that up on our uh, episode page. But I want to ask you about that because I look at some of the, some of the videos are awesome. Some of the videos I look at and I think, and I'm a perfectionist. So I look at it through my own eyes. It's nothing about the person because when I even look at the ones that make me uncomfortable, I think good for you for doing it, you know, good for you for even just doing it. Yes. Um, so what's the line there that stops? Because for people like me who are perfectionists, who feel like, you know, I got to have some studio quality video before I put anything up. What's the balance? Because you're never going to be perfect. It's never no. going to be, you know, unless you hire someone. <laughs> well, and you know. here's the thing about perfect. Perfect is not relatable. Okay. So um, good point. If, yeah. Perfect is not relatable. What you want now, it's also not relatable to be sitting in the dark, uh, talking into a camera with no microphone, no directed microphone. I mean, that's just irritating and you, and your whole message gets lost. So get a lava mic and get some of the lighting that, um, they suggest at inspired living, um, Inspired Living TV has has this page, as I mentioned, that says how to become studio ready, I believe is what it's called. And and forgive me if I if I got that wrong, but it's very close to that. And it'll tell you what kind of lights to buy. It's the lighting. It's the lighting and the sound that are most often off. So if you invest in a lava mic, Amazon has very affordable ones. If you invest in a little uh, cube of light that's very intense and you invest in two of them, put them on either side of you, then you will be well lit. It's not that hard. You just have to want to do it. Mm -hmm. And may I just say, I'm, I'm a video lover. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you are. And please don't, don't read from a script folks. Please just get your bullet points down on a piece of paper and then speak from your knowledge. And that will be much more relatable. Yeah. But that's the key, Teresa, is the sound and the light. 
Yeah. And when you said lav mic, you mean a lavalier mic, right? The lavalier, lavalier mic, mic is a, yeah. uh, the microphone that clips onto your collar, your collar. shirt, your jacket, whatever it is, little tiny yeah. mic. It's yeah. called a directed mic. And that, and that saves you from a general microphone that picks up all the ambient sound in the room. Right. Uh, right. So it's much better. Awesome. Thank you for that. And that leads me into my next question, which is um, there's a new feature on LinkedIn, which I'm not sure a lot of people are aware of, but I think it's it's generated a lot of questions. And that's what what is the LinkedIn Live? LinkedIn Live is um, not available for everyone quite yet. They have not rolled it out for everyone. But what it is, is generally doing a live webinar through LinkedIn. That's basically what it is. And um, you can you can do a training, you can do a a demonstration of your expertise, you can promote an event and you have a live audience right there. So it's a live webinar. They've only rolled it out. As far as I can tell, they've only rolled it out to um, big clients like Salesforce, those huge companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, if you go to um, the LinkedIn Marketing Solutions website, all you have to do is Google LinkedIn Marketing Solutions, and it'll bring up the website and you apply. You literally have to apply to be a LinkedIn Live host. That's where we are with that. But it's it's been talked about so much that people are looking around going, well, why why don't I have it? It's just because it hasn't rolled out wide yet. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. So they rolled it out. If you have, um, so we have a podcast, so we it was rolled out to us. So we had the option to try it and I didn't do it, but I've seen a couple of, I've watched to see what people are doing with it. It's really interesting. It's really an interesting aspect to LinkedIn. Have you been impressed with what you've seen? Uh, the couple that I've seen, I have been. Okay. But I also think that's because they're, um, they've been established. So Ah. people who've been doing podcasts for a while now and have just, you know, transitioned onto um, the LinkedIn platform that's available. Um, And so they've been very good. And the interesting thing, and this kind of goes back to video too, the Zoom, you know, since we've all been Zooming so intently for the past year, two years, what it feels like a century now. Yes. um, People are much better about the video communication. Um, and so a, a lot of us that do podcasts, we try to, to incorporate, some of us try to incorporate video into the podcast. And we've stopped doing that. We kind of went back to just the traditional people listen to podcasts, but a lot of people like that visual aspect. So I think a lot, you know, t- it was pretty easy for those people to then take that into the uh, LinkedIn Live platform. But I can really see where that would be from a business perspective, like with the law firm, when we would want to do webinars or, um, you know, seminars and anything like that, trainings, you have to go and find a platform to do that. That's right. So, you know, a separate thing where you've got to have an account, it's going to cost you and all that. Is there a cost to to the uh, LinkedIn Live? Not that I can tell. Uh, they do not make that, uh, explicit on the LinkedIn marketing solutions page that is worth investigating should you want to, but I just want to emphasize one more time, folks, video can be intimidating. Just take the first step. If you could see my videos now versus my older videos, (laughs) right? Everybody's got a learning curve. 
And if you just, if you get your lighting and your sound right, as we just talked about, then, then you're okay. Just try it and you'll see how comfortable, how fast you become comfortable on it. I don't know, Teresa, do you agree with me that watching a video a lot of times is much more interesting because you've got facial expressions and you've got, right? It's so, it's captivating rather than the written word, but you don't want to do videos 100% of the time. I go back to the idea um, when I was in college, we learned about uh the art of teaching or the science of teaching. And you learn that people learn and absorb information in lots of different ways. Yes. Visual, you know, written, reading, oral, all these different things. So I think the more tools you have, and that's what video is really given everybody is another tool to try to communicate with those people that you may be missing. If all you're doing is writing something out and posting it as a, you know, as a, as a post. Yeah, as, a, as an article. As yeah. yeah, as an article. So I, I do. I agree one hundred percent. I think it's. I think it's just another tool uh, to be able to communicate with the people that you want to communicate and connect. Which you said LinkedIn is all about um, trying to connect with people in a different way. It may resonate differently with someone who might not have noticed you before. Exactly. All right. Well, we're getting the wrap up signal. So in the last few minutes, do you have? You've given us all this great information. Do you have any last sort of thoughts or words of wisdom, thoughts for the future for us? Thoughts for the future. Okay, I predict the Yankees are not going to win the World Series. <laughs> no, I, I think that I don't think that's what you were talking about. Um, hey, it's your spotlight, baby. <laughs> yeah, really. And I just alienated half your viewers. You're welcome. I would just say, please, folks, whether you're looking for a job, whether you're a business owner, whether you're an entrepreneur, LinkedIn is one of the foundations of your marketing and one of the best ways for people to get to know you. The profile is not a bio and it's not a resume, as I said before. It, it, it must be written in a specific way to resonate with LinkedIn's audience. So you can go to Amazon and buy my ebook, the LinkedIn Manual for Rookies. I think it's $4.00. I'm not, I'm not going to escape to St. Bart's on the proceeds, but you will get, you will get one to done on how to do a good profile. And then you'll be proud, you know, you'll be out there. You'll be proud of, of what you've put out there on LinkedIn. Thank you so much, Debbie. We didn't even get to all of the questions that we have. We're just going to have to have you come back later. Just going to have to. <laughs> Thank I'm you so much. I'm available tomorrow, T. <laughs> No, Thank you so much for joining us, sharing all of your expertise with our listeners. We really appreciate it. You can learn more about Debbie by visiting her website at www.debbiemccormick.com. That's D-E-B-B-I-E-M-C-C-O-R-M-I-C-K.com. You can also connect with Debbie via our website at workplaceperspective.com. I want to also thank our listeners, my radio angels, James and the Nave at Night and Workplace Perspectives team extraordinaire, our engineer and producer, Paul Roberts, our associate producer, Melissa DeLacy, with music provided by the very talented Stephen Versaloni. Thank you all for joining us on Workplace Perspective. And until next time, keep raising the bar.